Hey, good morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We ought to rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. If for nothing else, we are still in the land of the dying, making our way to the land of the living. I am grateful to God to have you on this prayer call. My name is Anthony Moore. I serve as the senior pastor of Carolina Church, located in Fort Washington, Maryland. And you're on the Carolina prayer call. Thank you for your presence on today. Um, let's continue, you all, looking at this whole idea and concept around prayer. And let me start by saying to you on today um, that prayer is the lifeblood of a Christian walk with God. Uh, another way for me to put it is this way, prayer connects us to God. Another way for me to say that is prayer is an active way to love and connect with others. So it, it has multiple purposes. One, prayer becomes for us the lifeline, the lifeblood of our Christian walk with God. Prayer connects us um, to God. And prayer is an active way to love and connect with others. Prayer also makes room in the prayer's heart for God's correcting voice. I do want to I want to give this to you again because it's important that you get this. Prayer is the lifeblood of a Christian walk with God. Prayer connects us to God. Prayer is an active way to love and connect with others. And prayer makes room in the prayer's heart for God's correcting voice. Bible tells us that we ought to pray continually. According to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, we ought to pray continually. So anything other than a continual attitude of prayer and communion with God is a sin. Anything that interrupts our connection to God or leads to self-reliance is wrong. Allow me to make this live for just a moment. Can you imagine someone claiming to be your best friend? I didn't say friend, but your best friend. Someone who claims to be your best friend and you all never talk to each other. Whatever friendship was there would certainly be strained. And similarly, a relationship with God is impoverished and fatigued without communication. Um, prayerlessness is antithetical to a good relationship with God. God's people will have a natural desire to communicate with their Lord. This is what he says in Psalms 5 and 3, y'all, Psalms 5 and 3. It says, in the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. That's Psalms 5, 3. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and I wait expectantly. The biblical commands to pray are accompanied by wonderful promises. We get the promises of God if we, if we pray. In Psalms 145, 
Psalm 145, verse 18. It says, the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. Now, let me also suggest to you that prayerlessness ignores the gift of intercession that God's given unto us. So we get an opportunity to pray for others when we are talking to God in prayer. And if we are not using the gift of prayer, it is putting us in a position where we are ignoring the gift of intercession. See, we're called to pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ. We're called to pray for them. Um, James chapter 5, verse 16, Therefore confess your sins to one another, pray for one another, that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has has great power as it is working. So we are called to pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Paul often solicited prayers of God's people on his behalf. Paul often did that. Well, it was in Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 19. And also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. Paul often solicited the prayers of God's people on his behalf. And he was faithful to pray for them. If you look at Ephesians 1.16, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. That's Paul praying for others because you all, when we are interceding, God's called us to pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Paul understood that. The prophet Samuel um, understood it also. The prophet Samuel saw prayers um, on behalf of the people of Israel as a necessary part of his ministry. In 1 Samuel 12, verse 23, he says this, he says, As for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by failing to pray for you. And according to Samuel, prayerlessness is a sin. It's a sin. And so we want to be really careful about not enacting the tool of prayer in our relationship with God. Prayerlessness is is not only not only does it give us the opportunity to pray for our brothers and sisters, but prayerlessness is a defiance towards God's command to love others. And we're not only to pray for people who are easy to pray for. Um, in in First Timothy um, two and one, First Timothy two and one, it said, first of all, that I urge that supplication, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people. That's what he says. It be made for all people. Jesus tells us that we must also pray for those who persecute us. In Matthew five verse forty four. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And this is the message of Christ, to love and support everyone with prayer, even those who are hard to love. 
Now, let's be clear, y'all. It's easy to pray for people that we love and people that that like us and people that are easy to make to make a request for. But you've got to admit, <laughs> it can be difficult and challenging to our spiritual development um, to pray for those persons who persecute us, persons who are difficult to pray for. But the message of Christ is to love and support everyone with prayer, even those who are hard to love. Let me also tell you this. Prayer makes room for correct for the correcting voice of God. Prayer makes room for the correcting voice of God. See, prayerlessness weakens our ability to hear Christ when he whispers words of correction or conviction to our spirits. But when we pray, it makes room for God's correcting voice. If we fail to pray, it weakens our ability to hear Christ when he whispers words of um, conviction or words of, of correction. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 tells us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. That passage reminds us that Christ is the pioneer and the perfecter of faith. Without his spirit living in our hearts, we will be on rough on a rough road following our own judgments as we pray for God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven the contrariness of our own will becomes revealed and that contrariness allows God to give us correction and conviction um, Matthew 26 verse 41 offers another ammunition. It says, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. That's Matthew 26, 41. Um, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. See, prayerlessness clouds our hearts to the temptation surrounding us and leads to further sin. We only become wise to the ways of our heart through the Spirit's illumination and direction. And it's only in the Spirit's power that our prayers are effective. Now listen, prayer is our lifeline and connection to God. Christ showed the opposite of prayerlessness in his walk on earth, and he modeled for us a prayer-filled life. Listen, my brothers and sisters, let me thank you for your time today. It is my intent to give you something to add to your day that won't take all day. Now, I've given you some specific instructions on why we need to pray. I've talked specifically about the idea that prayer is the lifeblood of a Christian's walk with God. I told you prayer connects us to God. Prayer is an active way to love and connect with others. And prayer makes room in the prayer's heart for God's correcting and convicting voice. And we ought to always pray. I 
do need you to help me today to enact what I've taught you today. We want to pray for persons who are on our prayer list on today, persons who said, hey, would you lift me in prayer? I want to pray today for Sean Dolly, if you will. I want to pray today for Sister Sean Dolly. We're praying today for Pamela Harrington, Harrington, who is requesting prayer for Dominique Davis and family. Um, that brother transitioned suddenly um, um, on this past week. We want to pray today for Emma Oaks. Continual prayer. I'm asking you all to lift her in prayer. Brother Delbert, we continue to lifting him in prayer. Sister Sheila Reed, Ruth Ann Majors. Ruth Ann Major. We're praying today for Pastor Thurm James and for Pastor Stephen Tucker, for Reverend Harold Brinkley. We're praying today for Brother James of Collington Station. We're praying today for Christy um, Thielen and her family, her husband and his company. We're praying for her mother, Sister Pat Osborne, Osborne, we're praying for her on today. I want to pray for Sister Mary Davis and Sister Doretha Williams, um, for Deacon Evelyn Mack and for Sister Martina Baxter, we're lifting in prayer. We're praying again for Associate Pastor Talia White and for Sister Mary Little Irvin. We're lifting those persons in prayer as it is our duty to intercede. I'm also praying for you, my brothers and sisters who are on this call. I thank you for the sacrifice that you are yet making um, to honor God and to have the discipline to be able to steal away um, one day out of the week that we might be able to intercede on behalf of others, but also to hear God's instructions regarding subject matters that he, in fact, wants us to be governed by. I pray for you today. I pray for you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Uh, we thank you for this privilege of being able to enter into a relationship with you. Thank you, God, for helping us to understand and to know that this tool called prayer is the lifeblood of our Christian walk. God, thank you for loving us so much that you wanted to remain in communication with us. And so you gave us prayer, that prayer will connect us to you. Thank you, God, for helping us to know that we also have the responsibility to intercede on behalf of others. And God, we do not take that lightly. Thank you for making, for uh, giving unto us prayer that it might make room in our heart to hear your correcting voice. Oh God, we have gone astray. We have failed. We have not done the things you told us to do. We, in fact, have not dotted the I's, crossed the T's. We've said some things we shouldn't have said, and we've not spoken those things you told us to speak. And so, Father, we know we have failed and messed up, for we have sinned and fallen short of your glory. So now, God, we pray that thou would forgive us. Forgive us, God. Forgive us. Forgive us. And God, we pray that you would continue to love us in spite of us as we grow and become more like 
you. Thank you for your grace and thank you for your mercy. We thank you today for your favor. But most importantly, God, we thank you for the blood that washes us white as snow. Thank you, God, for the blood that paid the penalty and has given unto us an opportunity, God, that we might have a relationship with you. Lord, we thank you for the blood. There's power in that blood and we thank you for it so we plead the blood over every circumstance God we plead the blood over every situation we plead the blood over every person whose name has been called we plead the blood over those who in fact are on this call I plead the blood God for even the names I didn't know to call but I should have y'all and God you know who they are because you know us so well I plead the blood and I pray, Father, that you have your way in our lives today. Lord, continue your hedge of protection around us. Continue, God, placing your provisions before us. Father, continue to walk with us. You are our shepherd. We shall not want. I pray, God, for your hand of mercy. Now, Lord, we bless your name. We give you praise, glory, and honor. We extol you. We magnify you because, God, you are our God. And without you, we can do nothing. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray, and the people of God said amen. Hey, listen, you all, thank you for your time on today. I want you to continue to be safe and know that we love you. On your mark, get set. Let's grow. Have a great day on purpose, you all. God bless.